The following is a presentation of God Questions Ministries. What is Roman Catholicism? The Roman Catholic Church portrays itself as the one legitimate heir to New Testament Christianity, and the Pope as the successor to Peter, the first bishop of Rome. While those details are debatable, there is no question that Roman church history reaches back to ancient times. The Apostle Paul wrote his letter to the Romans about A.D. 55, and addressed a church body that existed prior to his visit there, but he made no mention of Peter, though he greeted others by name. Despite repeated persecutions by the government, a vibrant Christian community existed in Rome after apostolic times. Those early Roman Christians were just like their brethren in other parts of the world, simple followers of Jesus Christ. Things changed drastically when the Roman Emperor Constantine professed a conversion to Christianity in A.D. 312. He began to make changes that ultimately led to the formation of the Roman Catholic Church. He issued the Edict of Milan in 313, which granted freedom of worship throughout the empire. When doctrinal disputes arose, Constantine presided over the first ecumenical church council at Nicaea in A.D. 325, even though he held no official authority in the churches. By the time of Constantine's death, Christianity was the favored, if not the official, religion of the Roman Empire. The term Roman Catholic was defined by Emperor Theodosius on February 27, 380, in the Theodosian Code. In that document, He refers to those who hold to the religion which was delivered to the Romans by the divine apostle Peter as Roman Catholic Christians and gave them the official sanction of the empire. The fall of the Roman Empire and the rise of the Catholic Church are really two branches of the same story as the power was transferred from one entity to the other. From the time of Constantine in AD 312 until the fall of the Roman Empire in 476, the emperors of Rome claimed a certain amount of authority within the church, even though it was disputed by many church leaders. During those formative years, there were many disputes over authority, structure, and doctrine. The emperors sought to increase their authority by granting privileges to various bishops, resulting in disputes about primacy within the churches. At the same time, some of the bishops sought to increase their authority and prestige by accusing others of false doctrine and seeking state support of their positions. Many of those disputes resulted in very sinful behavior, which are a disgrace to the name of Christ. Just like today, some of those who lived in the leading cities tended to exalt themselves above their contemporaries in the rural areas. The third century saw the rise of an ecclesiastical hierarchy patterned after the Roman government. The bishop of a city was over the presbyters, or priests, of the local congregations, controlling the ministry of the churches, and the bishop of Rome began to establish himself as supreme over all. Though some historians tell these details as the history of the church, there were many church leaders in those days who neither stooped to those levels nor acknowledged any ecclesiastical hierarchy. The vast majority of churches in the first four centuries derived their authority and doctrine from the Bible and traced their lineage directly back to the apostles, not to the church of Rome. In the New Testament, the terms elder, pastor, and bishop are used interchangeably for the spiritual leaders of any church. By the time Gregory became pope in AD 590, the empire was in shambles, and he assumed imperial powers along with his ecclesiastical authority. From that time on, the church and state were fully intertwined as the Holy Roman Empire, with the Pope exercising authority over kings and emperors. 
What are the teachings of the Roman Catholic Church that distinguish it from other Christian churches? Whole books have been written on this subject, but here is a sampling of the doctrines. Roman Catholicism teaches that the bishops, with the Pope as their head, rule the universal church. The biblical teaching is that Christ is the head of the body, who rules the universal church. Catholicism teaches that God has entrusted revelation to the bishops. The Bible says God has entrusted revelation to the saints. Catholicism says the Pope is infallible in his teaching. The Bible says that God alone is infallible. Catholicism says that Scripture and tradition together are the Word of God. The Bible says that Scripture alone is the Word of God. Catholicism says that Mary is the co-redeemer, for she participated with Christ in the painful act of redemption. The Bible says Christ alone is the Redeemer, for He alone suffered and died for sin. Catholicism says that Mary is the co-mediator, to whom we can entrust all our cares and petitions. The Bible says Christ Jesus is the one mediator, to whom we can entrust all our cares and petitions. Catholicism says initial justification is by means of baptism. The Bible says justification is by faith alone. Catholicism says that adults must prepare for justification through faith and good works. The Bible says that God justifies ungodly sinners who believe. Good works are the result of salvation, not the cause. Catholicism says that grace is merited by good works. The Bible says grace is a free gift. Catholicism says that salvation is attained by cooperating with grace through faith, good works, and participation in the sacraments. The Bible says that salvation is attained by grace through faith apart from works. Catholicism says that no one can know if he will attain to eternal life. The Bible says that the believer can know if he has eternal life by the word of God and the testimony of the Holy Spirit who indwells believers. Catholicism says that the Roman Catholic Church is necessary for salvation. The Bible says there is salvation in no one but the Lord Jesus Christ. For there is no other name under heaven that has been given among men by which we must be saved. Acts 4 verse 12. Catholicism says that Christ's body and blood exist wholly and entirely in every fragment of consecrated bread and wine in every Roman Catholic church around the world. The Bible says that the bread and wine are symbols of the body and blood of Christ, and He is bodily present in heaven. Catholicism teaches that the sacrifice of the cross is perpetuated in the sacrifice of the Mass. The Bible says that the sacrifice of the cross is finished. Catholicism says that each sacrifice of the Mass appeases God's wrath against sin. The Bible says that the once-for-all sacrifice of the cross fully appeased God's wrath against sin. Catholicism says that the sacrificial work of redemption is continually carried out through the sacrifice of the Mass. The Bible says that the sacrificial work of redemption was finished when Christ gave His life for us on the cross. These doctrines don't date all the way back to Constantine, except for perhaps in seed form, but were slowly adopted over many years as various popes issued decrees. In many cases, the doctrines are not even based on Scripture, but on a document of the Church. Most Roman Catholics consider themselves to be Christians and are unaware of the differences between their beliefs and the Bible. Sadly, the Roman Catholic Church has fostered that ignorance by discouraging the personal study of the Bible and making the people reliant on the priests for their understanding of the Bible. God Questions Ministry seeks to glorify the Lord Jesus Christ by providing biblical answers to today's questions. Online at gotquestions.org.